Hello. Holy cow, you guys. I feel like that's been my Holy phrase cow. lately. We have Holy exciting cow. episode, which I'm sure you know from the uh, title of this episode. But we have Em and Christine from And That's Why We Drink on the show. It's been years in the making. Yes. Years. Years and years and years. I know. We were so happy to actually meet them in person last summer in LA. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, we have to do something. And then they're... They're busy bees, but they, we managed tour, to grab them. Yeah. Have they their book. them. They have so much going on. Um, and so we're just so lucky that we got them for a yeah. full two hours to talk yes. ghost stories with us. You know what makes me laugh so much is that we had come up, and this is just some pretext or context for all of you before you listen to the episode, which we will play for you in just a moment. But we had come up with a whole idea of what the episode will be because we have we when we met them in person we talked about how scary waverly hills sanatorium is and how much it freaked us out and we were scared of it but also really tempted and and drawn to it so we were like oh let's talk about that and read stories from listeners from that place and we just had so much to talk about we had so many yeah we quickly abandoned (laughs) We abandoned that just like the sanatorium is abandoned because we had so much to talk about. They have so many ghost stories. We talked about our, you know, our journeys to a lucid dream and travel in the astral plane. It's a great episode. It's so much fun. It was so much fun. And if anyone is wondering what the app is called, the bird app that Christine talks about, which you'll hear it is called Merlin Bird ID because she sent it to me after and I've been using it. I got a roadrunner on it the other oh. day in Palm Springs. <laughs> so exciting. Okay. Anyway, we had a blast with Em and Christine. Yes. And we know that you guys will be able to hear that. <laughs> so and I'll also, I'll also link, Christine talked about a class that we are now going to take. So I'll link that below as well. Um, there's probably a bunch of other things we talked about. So if you have questions, let us know. Uh, but enjoy. We love you. Yes. Four people, lots of ghosts. This is so exciting. We're finally doing this. Ah! I know. I'm stoked. I feel like we have talked to one another for so many years. And then so many of our listeners, we have so many crossovers in terms of our listeners. And they've been like, you guys got to get together with Em and Christine. And here we are. We're finally I doing remember it. when your podcast first came out, people kept tweeting us like, did you start another podcast? And we were like, I don't think <laughs> I so. Think, I think as our both of our logos are like Ouija board. Right, and so yeah. people mm-hmm. thought that we came out with a people secret also thought, spinoff and we were like, also no, thought people. M was a girl back then. So it made sense yeah. in our heads. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Oopsie. when you do a spooky, we weren't, none of us here were super original with our logo, were we? We were like, no. it's spooky podcast. Would you board But it worked. <laughs> do you guys true. like my merch? <gasps> oh my I gosh. I bought a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh That's God. amazing. It's hard to see though. So I was like, oh man, but. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Subtle it's, ghost. Wow. Yeah. I like the monochrome stuff. That's why we we were like, let's I make stuff it. that we actually will we'll wear. wear. Yes. <laughs> that's why everything we make has uh, glow in the dark because that's all amours. So Yeah. I really <laughs> am amazing. Really demanding. I'm like, if it's not tie-dye or glow in the dark, I won't wear it. And then Christine's like, we need other clothes. Just like one. <laughs> we'll send you our tie-dye shirt. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that'd be great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Are you a big tie-dye? Tie-dye person? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love tie-dye. You should. Have you ever been to Vermont, my home state of Vermont? Because no. it's like well, all freaking tie-dye there. like there. a tie-dye museum or something? <laughs> There's, like everybody's in tie-dye. It's either tie-dye cool. or life is good shirts. 
feels and everyone wears uh-huh. Birkenstocks, and that's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll do the Birkenstocks. It you sounds do the like everyone's gay. Hang on. Vermont. Well, yeah, it's Vermont. Yes. I mean, <laughs> they love the outdoors. They love okay. being gay. It's great. Yeah. great. No, yes. I, I've been to Vermont, but I didn't, I wasn't primed to think of it as a tie-dye community, but now I'm, I'm happy to will. go back. Yeah. Now you will. That was the last place we went before COVID. So it's not, it's a, we need a refresher because it was like a tough, it, it was like, oh, Vermont, we love it. And then COVID hit. So where I think we need go? like a new. We did a show in Burlington. Uh, Burlington, yeah. I'm like mad. I'm like mad at myself for not. How, how far away is that from you? 15 minutes from my parents' house. Oh, my God. Okay. You guys could have stayed at my haunted house. Ooh, we stayed at a haunted Airbnb. So it would did? have been probably a similar experience. Yeah, it was fucking creepy. Um, but we, it, I feel like that whole state is just haunted as fuck. It um, is. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. The whole it's East gay Coast. and haunted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mom had actually reached out, I think when we were in, when I, when we, well, I guess we're all around the same age here. When we were in uh, <laughs> middle school, you guys are like in my childhood now with me. When all of us were together holding hands. <laughs> you remember. <laughs> remember our homeroom? Uh, no. It was a good time. It was. But she had reached out to, it was some sort of, it was like one of the big paranormal investigative groups in New England because our house at one point was so active. It was like literally every 20 minutes something was happening. (gasps) And so we were like, oh, we should reach out. And they took probably about six months to actually get back to my mom. And my house, my house, my childhood home is haunted, but it's, it's like, well, can I asterisk footnote, footnote here, your house is haunted because you and your family are haunted. Well, it's not really the house. Perhaps. Could, yes. could it be a combo? I think I'm it's so combo. glad. I'm so glad that we're long distance friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That it sounds, goes like a, sounds like a lot. Uh, wait, uh, so can I ask what you specifically, like what's your way or what was your way growing up in that house that you like made it tolerable like for yourself? Yeah. Like what would you do to like. I know you guys <sighs> just released like episodes about this. I have not listened yeah. to them. So maybe we should actually listen to the <laughs> No, that's okay. Learn. Well, I think we, I mean, the short, the short version is my mom always believed me and my brother whenever we saw oh, stuff. That's she nice. saw stuff too. My dad was like taking the approach of if I tell them ghosts aren't real, they won't be scared. And it just didn't work. My brother and I were very stubborn growing up. So we're like, that's dumb of you for not being able to like, <laughs> you're so the ignorant. Dad. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> So I think it was kind of like a little bit of camaraderie. And then also we only had a few really scary experiences. I think we just got sort of. You get used to it. Yeah, you do. Like you You see something out of the corner of your eye and you're just like, oh, and you just move on. It Mm. sounds (laughs) wild, but. I can't imagine. I mean, like I had a, uh, I grew up in a house that had ghosts, but I don't know if you would call it haunted. It was more just like ghosts appeared often and, and then. There would be wide patches where nothing was going on. So I would okay, say well, that's haunted. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like that's yeah. the same thing that I experienced too. Like there'd be some punctuated moments of some really scary entities coming through. But that was like, you know, in the 25 years my parents have owned the house, that was three mm. or four times. And otherwise it was like, right. that, you know, the regulars that you just kind of like see in the same room <laughs> or the same mirror. Every, I kind of oh, feel God. like it's the bus station, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the bus stop. People you have your come, local commuters. People go. Yeah. You have some visitors here and there. Did you ever did you ever name any of them or did you know the names of them? No. My mom named one of them and I can't for the life of me remember 
who what his name was, but it was this tall man. He was Ugh. honestly, he was like six foot seven. I was like, I already Hello. hate it. <laughs> no, I was kind of like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, okay. <laughs> he was well dressed. He was like tall <laughs> and handsome. And he hung out in our dining room. And there was one specific time when my family was coming back from a vacation and we were unloading all of our bags and we were walking through a mud room. And he was, he always hung out in the dining room. And I whipped around really suddenly into the dining room to drop bags to go back out to the car and grab more stuff. And he was there. And we both looked at each other and we went, (gasps) we spooked each other. So that was the last time I saw him. (laughs) Did you think it was like an intruder at first? Were you like, oh my God, someone's there? Or did you know right away that it was a ghost? I mean, I don't even think I had time to think about if it was an intruder or not because he disappeared that quickly. It was a split. Experiences like that are so, to me, I'm, I'm always so curious if it's just a glitch in timelines and yeah. that that man is living in your house in a different universe. And but he then, just loves you know, the dining room. He's yeah. like, you know, yeah. this is where I hang Always out. there. And then one day some future lady showed up and he was like, I just saw a ghost, you know, like maybe he yeah, saw Yeah, you. exactly. For the life of me, I don't know what, what the top... I know you won't know either, Christine, maybe, but the there was a topic we covered maybe a year ago where one house just happened to be sitting on essentially a glitch in the matrix because all the ghosts that they would see in the house were always, it was like they would time travel into the future or the past and they would see other people in the house, but they knew they weren't ghosts. They knew they they would see a dinner party all of a sudden. Yeah. And it would be like a flash of it. And then the people at the dinner party would like start looking at them. them. They would would all see each other and it was clearly like they were crossing Crossing. timelines in some way of different people who would or already did live there. Yeah, it was spooky. Did they ever... This reminds me of that movie, You've Got Mail. Remember that over there? (laughs) (laughs) Another beauty gem from our youth. Did they figure out who those people were? Like, did they... Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think so. Okay, wait. No, they said that they... What this is. I'll I'll (laughs) have... Of course, we're never going to remember. So I want to warn you now not to get get your hopes up. But there was one one guy who he lived there for a while. And every time he saw ghosts there, it was always the same family. But they were always um, like of an older time period or like a previous time period. So he knew that if they were ghosts, they were from they were people who just lived there before he did. But then he had like one of those glitch in the matrix moments where he saw an older man staring at him and, like, who recognized him. And then, like, 50 years later, he was the older man and saw a younger That's version what... of him haunting the house. And so, Okay, ooh. actually, that It's like is... Haunting of Hill House. It's something like yeah. that that happened. It was like he saw a man in his... He saw a teenager. He was a little kid. He was running around his house. This is a different story, though. It was like a different house. It was on Jim Harold's campfire. But he was running around his house as a kid, and he saw a teenager in his kitchen making a sandwich... And then the teenager like kind of looked over and they both made eye contact. And then the guy just like disappeared. And then as a teenager one day, he was making a sandwich and he like saw something out of the corner of his eye, looked over and saw himself as a little kid and went, oh, my God. Oh. Like we just had a it, connecting like, all of those moments. Full circle. Mm. <laughs> it is so wild. And then, it, yeah, it my brain, almost, it, it's so exciting that that can happen but then my brain is like also so confused how does that happen that i can't spend too much time we just can't i know it hurt it starts to hurt up here yeah totally (laughs) but then i mean the fact that it does happen it makes me wonder can we manipulate it to make it happen like could Mm -hmm. i guess and do you think anybody can we master it do you think anybody does and we just don't know you know what i mean like is somebody out there already harnessing that power (laughs) 
I'm well, just we sure. talked about recently about the ability to astral travel and <gasps> Patrick was saying, Patrick Hines from mm-hmm. True Crime Obsessed was saying that he, his mom had a friend who attended astral class in the astral plane. Shut and up. And then we got into a conversation about how there was a story of someone trying to astral project into Area 51 and there are astral security guards. Yeah. What? So people, people know things. Through. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> now I know Christine's going to go on like a heist tonight to Area 51 I swear, or I've been practicing lucid dreaming and I've been trying to get into astral projection. So, I, and I've been, got, I've gotten pretty good at lucid dreaming, which I know is very different, but it, you know, same kind of It's close, path. yeah. Yeah, so I've I've talked to Em a few times. You and I are on the same journey. Oh, good. Okay, we'll t- text after. Well, um, you, should, yeah. you should do the thing that Christine and I have done, which is... Uh, I have a note hidden somewhere in my room, which I can't tell Christine about. But one day, she I'm hoping she finds it and reads it back to me in real and yeah, waking so it's life. It's like our test. So one day I dreamt that I and I was I was just suddenly lucid and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to M's apartment. So I showed up and I was like, M, where's the note? And M was like, what note? And I was like, and so in my dream, <laughs> M was like, you I don't close. know what note you're talking about. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe you were an astral security guard. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah so or maybe I'm in a different timeline. Who knows? Ooh, Being yeah. Like, oh, Who yeah. You? Maybe you accidentally jumped to a nearby timeline. The M <gasps> that doesn't have the note. Wow. Like, <laughs> if, if we were all just like stoned right now, this <laughs> I, know. I, I would never... <laughs> I would never recover. <laughs> <laughs> My brain would explode. But I felt that way one time when someone said, this is going to sound so dumb now, but they were talking about, you know, like the brain obviously had to name itself. And someone was like <gasps> super high and they're like, do you think it meant to name itself Brian, but it was dyslexic? And I was like, wow, maybe. That would explain everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like that, I'm officially calling every problem that comes out of my head Brian's problem. Brian's so, yes. Problem. Brian's that sounds, problem. Sounds like a Hallmark original movie. It does. Brian's like problem. Spin-off podcast. Life, life with Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's Brian. also like Inside Out 2. <laughs> yeah. Inside Out 2, Life with Brian. I mean, it's like a, oh God. We've written terrible. it for them. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Wait, Christine, I have a I have a question with your, with your mission to astral project <laughs> and your, yes. your lucid dreaming. Have you asked anyone in your dream if you're dreaming? Have you tried that yes. sort of thing? What yes. has happened? And it is, okay, so it it's really trippy because I'll be in a dream and I'll see somebody that I don't know because they're just like a dream figure and I'll say hey guess what I'm dreaming right now and they'll be like I'm sorry do I know you like they act at least in my dream they act like a stranger would if you just walked up to them we're like hey I'm dreaming and they're like what the hell like so realistic and creepy and it's always someone like I don't recognize so for a minute I'm like this does feel like I'm just approaching a random person in the street and shouting at them. I mean what if you are what if that what if that person really exists and they're dreaming as well and they wake up the next morning and like I had the weirdest experience oh well I hope they're okay because I kept I kept smacking him on the head because he was bald and I was like see I can do whatever I want because I'm dreaming and I kept smacking him on the head so he that man had not a good experience yeah he woke, woke up, up with a headache a, a brand new insecurity yeah and probably I, a bruise on his head because I was like smacking him but yeah it was it's pretty weird you're like it feels like your brain is kind of projecting people who are like how you would imagine the actual interaction would go. So it's it's bizarre. Have you either of you done that too? Yeah. So people on our show have heard this. I've 
I haven't really done lucid dreaming, but I have astral projected <gasps> a couple times. The first one is like, there's an experience with my sister where I saw these like orbs fighting over her when I was four. And I think I might've been astral projecting and seeing the experience in the astral plane. But then a couple of years ago, after we had started this podcast, I had a full astral projection experience where I was, I saw myself sleeping. I walked <gasps> into my living room. I had a full on conversation with a, a spirit guide of some sort talking about my life and my capabilities. And then I started walking through my hallways of my apartment building. And then all of a sudden in my physical body, a voice whispered, wake up. And I felt myself <gasps> spring back into my body and horror movie, like sit Ooh, up. Like and, gasp there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Whoa. Um, I've heard, I've heard wake up in, in my head, but I didn't know where it was coming from. And it did work out very well though. Like it a was minute probably later, Brian. Because <laughs> my alarm <laughs> clock went off right away afterwards, but I've, I've never had like a, I've had a, one conversation where I've also seen on TikTok the like, you know, don't ask, you know, there are rules when you're, when, to, when you're talking to people who are in your dream world and don't ask right. them. So I had a dream where like my mom was, I just like, as the two of you probably know, but Christine and I have, you know, a bit of a morbid job, very similar to yours. And it might alter <laughs> the way that you dream sometimes and you have really fucked yeah. up dreams. Um, I was having a dream that like my mom had died and then I oh. had, um, and then I saw her in the next dream. And when I asked her, I was like, are you alive? She stared at me and kind of kept going like, well I can't it like was like dodging the question and I was like girl are you good are you here are you good and, <laughs> and the whole time she like kept saying like well why don't you like look at this tree over here and like oh well look at this and, I was, and so at some point I was like are you even here is this real or am I dreaming and Whoa. then all of a sudden her face started twisting <gasps> and she was and she was like I think we're done here and then she just tried Ew, to leave no. the room and I was like I think we're done here I was are like, you kidding me I think me? we're done here yeah <laughs> if ever there's proof of us living in a simulation I feel like this is exactly like that it is starts so literally Truman glitching show. it was the, and it was like the face twisted and the voice was warping it was Ugh. like in a horror movie and it was like I think we're done here and I was like oh okay. I so badly wish there was some invention that could take that dream and yes. just display it for all of us to see because I, I can visualize it that. so perfect but yeah. I just want to actually see it like a yeah. VR almost you like you yeah. know if you've yeah. ever done VR it's like you feel like it's real can you imagine if Oculus came out with an app where you can live in your worst <laughs> nightmares honestly <laughs> that is not what I would sign up to test I would wait for I everyone would. else to do it yeah you would and then I'd wait for you to tell You'd me about to, it you have to pay like a $25 monthly membership to like have the worst things come to life <laughs> I think yeah. I think the coolest, like, because I really want to ask. So you didn't intentionally astral travel, right? Like, didn't. it just happened? So, yeah. And, I, and yeah. it scared me, so I haven't since then. That, I was going to ask, like, do you feel like you were freaked out? And so it's kind of, like, blocked? Yeah. But I've yeah. been trying to tap back into it. Because I think if I can understand it and practice it and know how to control it, I'll feel a lot more comfortable with it. But it's how do you get to that point? I okay, don't know. <laughs> I found a cool course online about it that I've been like dragging okay. my feet trying to take, but I've heard really good things about it. And it's basically, I think you start with like lucid dreaming stuff and it like builds into like you have more control over your subconscious. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, please. I also heard mugwort is good oh. to like take before you go to sleep. Huh. I've heard that too. Yeah, because I think it like... uh 
activates certain, I don't know, yeah. dream chemicals, science. Yeah. <laughs> you know, science. science. Stuff. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I really want to astral travel. I will say the cool, I think, I mean, M knows this, but I think the coolest lucid dream I had was I was in my neighborhood in, here in Kentucky and uh, it's like really old and it was considered like the Las Vegas of the, like of the East Coast Midwest, <laughs> like back, you know, when the mobsters ran the town. Um, and so I am like obsessed with hi- history and the history of the house I live in from like the 1860s and the history of the neighborhood. So, cool. so I had this dream and I was like, oh my God, I'm lucid. And so I said, I walked outside and I said, I want to see my neighborhood, Newport, Kentucky in, or my town in the, like, I think I said like 1860s or something. And it was like, in I um what's it called uh what's the dream movie that I love Inception oh, oh. I keep I keep Insidious Inception, Inception. Inception. I almost Inception. I almost said Insidious and I was like that's yeah. not right it's not quite the same vibe <laughs> um but yeah it was like everything kind of like reformatted and it was like I was walking on cobblestone there were people like the old butcher shop it was the creepiest and weirdest so it was cool. so cool and I walked up to a wall and was like oh my god like it literally feels like you're touching brick wall which now i'm convinced <gasps> everything in our reality is just like our like projections of our own it's fake. You know, Ooh, yeah, yeah i know i'm like can feel so real like my reality yeah. right now Ooh. well christine tell, do the hand thing tell them the hand thing oh yeah so if you like a lucid dreaming hot tip i don't know if you know this but um one thing throughout your normal day-to-day to get you into the lucid dreaming mode is um you're supposed to question your reality and so the idea is like Anytime you think of it or some people do like anytime you walk down the stairs or anytime you go through a doorway or but anytime anything feels maybe odd, even just in a normal day to day, um, you start to like think, am I dreaming? And I mean, obviously, most of the time the answer is no. But then one time it'll be yes. And you'll be like, and it'll like jar you into being conscious in your dream. And one of the tests, which (laughs) sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, is that you're supposed to put your like try to put your finger through your palm. And the idea is like, am I dreaming? Like if I'm dreaming, I should be able to just like stick my finger through my palm. And one time I realized, so I do this all the time during the day as just like a habit. (laughs) And then one day- It's very obnoxious because anytime I'm trying to like, I'm I'm often a little unhinged. And anytime- No. Anytime Christine like is every time I'm trying to tell Christine a story or show her something I think is really cool, I just see her doing this, being like, "Is this real?" Because <laughs> sometimes you say such unhinged things that I'm like, "This can't be real life." It's like this and has to be a dream, and so she starts. I it mean, is. what if we are someone else's dream? What if <laughs> our reality is the dream of our another version of ourselves? I'm so glad I'm not on drugs. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the thing that is that's so trippy too, because I. I'm going to start using this because I, I have found myself in some moments where I'm like slipping into derealization and I'm like, yes, is this mental illness or are we unlocking something? <laughs> Honestly, like, a little bit I of both. I have no both. idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What if we're just told it's this, but it's not, like, it's, I'm just always questioning everything and feel so... a little bit unhinged. Just like, Do other people M think said. this way? I don't know. I'm so glad that the four of us do because I, I always feel like maybe we're just living in our own little planet but i'm glad um i like this planet yeah i will say what was i gonna show you oh i was gonna tell you about the oh whatever i don't know apparently uh i one time did try the finger thing um but i knew that i was dreaming and so i was like oh i'm gonna stick my finger through this wall and that'll like prove it (laughs) but uh when i tried it it wouldn't work and i was like oh my god my brain is like trying to convince me this isn't real and so i was like 
I was like, I swear to God, I'm dreaming. I know I'm dreaming. Like, let me, I don't know, rule over the physics of this world. And then all of a sudden this voice like came over the PA system and said, like, I wrote it down somewhere, but it was like the creepiest sentence. It was like this voice that came, maybe it was Brian, I don't know, but it like came from (laughs) above. And it basically said like, uh, we are now ready for you to begin experiencing this. Or like some <gasps> creepy like video game line. And then all of a sudden I Aliens. was like in the dream like properly. And I was like, ew. Whoa, this makes me think that? of the Sims. Like do our Sims <gasps> have these same conversations in their little pools while they're drowning <gasps> together? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and out of nowhere, like I try to touch my hand through my finger through my hand and like a diving board got pulled out of the pool and I started floundering. <laughs> Everything was on like, fire. Yeah. And there was a baby crying in the other room. I but my neighbor and my husband were having sex. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ladder's removed from the pool and you're stuck drowning. Yeah, and exactly. The, and then my refrigerator was gone. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, that I do wonder. Kind of like life. I, I mean, if, like, we're yeah. sim- if we're a simulation, I wonder how, are we like one of the higher up simulations or are we like down, like scourge, like bottom of the barrel simulation? And- like we're draft one. Yeah, oh, no. and, and that's why there's so many random glitches because, like, we're, mm. we were like the guinea pig rounds, you know. One thing I've heard is that we the glitches are just increasing, or we're starting to notice them because we're like advancing, and mm. so it's almost oh. like as we leveling get, up, yeah, as we level <laughs> up and like start to understand the concept of a simulation, we're starting to notice those things, which makes me worry they're just gonna like pull the plug and be like, all right, we're done with these guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't they're know. becoming too aware. Too aware, yeah. What do they want from us, though? Like, what is what is know. the end result of us being aware? I also no. feel like this is if there were to be a cult, if we were to create a cult, this would be our end of days theory. And we shall, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just picture the four of us on a little rocket ship, like from the Jimmy Neutron movie, just like pausing <laughs> on different moons and looking up at the stars me. and talking about this stuff. <laughs> I love the idea that we're going to start a cult, but like probably no one will join us. So it'll be just the four of us in the cult. (laughs) No, join our cult. No. I have said Corinne would be a great cult leader. And I believe she just has the the aura. I convinced myself of things, which is unhealthy. Mm -hmm. But that is probably one of the number one things you need as a cult leader, right? (laughs) Delusion. You just got to believe it, baby. Delusion. You just got to (laughs) believe. Well, also, I think think, uh, combined, at least, isn't one of the big things of a cult leader is like they have to have like the charisma, like the X factor. Oh, yeah. I feel like all of us can swindle different people and like really just build the the group pretty big. We all have our strengths when it comes to narcissism. (laughs) <laughs> Here, here's the thing it's an L- I, I, LLM but we make no money we just <laughs> I don't think I could swindle very much I think I would be just following all of you, you like a little like by puppy dog yeah <laughs> we just swindle you you're the yeah, only cult me in. member the three of us are oh, that's right we run the cult you're just kind of <laughs> you're the lackey I don't know what the what the word is <laughs> the Aaron gal you're maybe at the I, bottom of the pyramid of the pyramid scheme. But you're um, the one but you're the one that bridges the other people with up. us. You right. you're the glue mm. that some sort of MLM yeah. phrase about how you build. Well, I guess if we're yes. if there's the three of us here and then Sabrina's at the bottom, this is like reverse Illuminati, right? Oh shit. That's the beginning of it all, <laughs> That's yeah. Right. That's right. It's beginning and the end of all of it for sure. Yeah. Yes. This is actually a hypnosis episode, and we're putting everyone into a trance. And if you're watching like on I'm YouTube, you're too far gone. If you play it, if you play it backwards, there's a different <laughs> message. <laughs> I kind of actually believe that. 
I do wonder if, if anyone ever played one of our episodes backwards, if it says anything interesting at all. Somebody try it out. Do we still get downloads for that? That's what I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you guys if we did our listened? ads backwards? Oh, the ads, yeah. Have you guys listened <laughs> yeah. to your episodes before on 0.5 speed? I don't want to do that. They're hilarious. <laughs> They're so Wait, good. really? It's you just, so funny. You just I have not done it. So drunk. And it's our episodes so or like no, every no just any part any. everyone okay yes. i was like yeah, i think especially conversational this? i think oh, conversational good. podcasts just sound drunk i've heard us sped up before because a lot of people i guess just want to get through it um <laughs> but um but but i haven't heard us slower i've never heard a single person say i want to hear this for longer so I also <laughs> Like often, I often am drunk. Not, dr- I mean, you know, at least I, tipsy I used to be am. when we record. So slowing that down, I'm like, that's gonna be a wild ride. Yeah, Christine already <laughs> already was in point five speed. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there was one episode. I'm just gonna bring it out because I just love to shame you uh, on it, Christine. Stop. But there was <laughs> one episode where Christine literally fell asleep while we were recording. No <laughs> so embarrassing. And I feel like so that one. Like I was telling my story, and Christine all of a sudden was like, uh huh interesting wow and like couldn't be more <laughs> hurtful and uh <laughs> we were like, sitting it, together too it was like not like over zoom like we were at the same oh, table no. and all of a sudden like so i was I- watching her and like in real time her whole she was just like kind of nodding off and i was like you okay oh. and she was like yeah i'm good I'm we're, fine. this is I'm a great fine. story and then eventually she was just <laughs> telling my story and i looked up and she was <laughs> out <laughs> out and i remember <laughs> waking her up and you can hear in the episode after she fell asleep there's an ad and then you hear good morning it's tomorrow and (laughs) (laughs) we just couldn't we couldn't we couldn't do it Um, okay you can't be upset anymore when christine goes like this because at least she's keeping herself awake (laughs) that's a good point okay but were you really really tired or was, was M's voice bad? so soothing, which oh. is a compliment. Thank you. Option three. I hadn't thought of that one. Uh, option four, which is I had been drinking a lot. I was miserably exhausted and am so soothing that I could. <laughs> the combo. <laughs> yeah. The combo yeah, platter. A familiar, comforting voice. Who needs yeah. mugwort or whatever? I got. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so, what, a, what a nice spin to that of like, yeah, oh, I, I love just, it. I, I should have thought of that sooner. It would have been cool if. Christine had fallen asleep and then started astral projecting during the now, recording. Now that no, would have blown my mind. Then I could have flipped <laughs> you in the head from behind. Yeah. I'd have been like, Christine, are you okay? How? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, there was a ghost um, at Christine's old place where she fell asleep. The Walter. <laughs> you know, but, the one um, where she fell asleep. You know, that <laughs> place. Um, she had a ghost there and now she's got a different ghost at this new house since she's moved. And I thought this Walter is a great would... segue. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we want to hear all your ghost stories. Oh, great. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a for a second I thought you were like, you know, kind of, you know, like Christine right before she fell asleep. She's like, no, this is great. Keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, there was there was a ghost at her old house. We played with a Ouija board and <gasps> uh, oops. His that was Christine's story. I'm very anti Ouija board, and sometimes in a moment of weakness, a moment of weakness, Christine will convince me. How Christine is a ghost hunter? I I I know Emma hates it. I'm 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 just very convincing. You're the cult leader. That's right. (laughs) I've I've seen one catch on fire by (gasps) itself. Where during a paranormal Uh, investigation? No, just 
during just in using one in a really haunted house. It just, I hate that. So I really am so not into using them. And but so I've always told Christine, like, if we are going to use it, it's not going to be at my fucking house. And so Christine wanted to use one. And I was like, OK, well, we're at your place. so I guess we can do it. And um, luckily, only one ghost came through named Walter, who has a dog named Gabe. His favorite food is gin. And um, <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he was a good guy. Uh, but then Fun time. now there's now there's a new person uh, at Christine's new place. And I don't know how I feel. I haven't been at your house long enough to make an opinion. But what yeah, do you think of him? I don't I don't either. I almost feel like this is all a very new territory. So like you guys are some of the first to be hearing this because we moved in a couple weird things happened, but it didn't feel super haunted, except there's like one part of the house where we just know not to like look at night. You know, when you feel like, oh, if I look, there's like your guy in yeah, the dining yeah. room. Like if I glance over there, there's going to be somebody like yes, that feeling right. of like, yep. we'll just avoid eye contact. Just, yeah, yeah. Just blinders. live in blind ignorance. And so my and my husband, too, who doesn't really believe in any of this, literally refuses to go into that part of the house once it's dark and like is terrified of his own office at night. So, you know, we could all make assumptions from there. On what yep. he really believes, but uh, there's this. Maybe he just really doesn't want to work, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, it's so scary up there. <laughs> Let's watch TV instead." Great yeah. excuse. Yeah. Wait a second. Um, but so I talked to a medium recently that M had recommended, and I just kind of on a whim asked, "Like, do you sense anything like from my house?" Because um, we were over Zoom. And she was like, all I sense is that there's like this area where this one guy is and like he minds his own business and he's kind of just uh, on a loop and he's just reliving his time from the oh. like 1920s, 1930s. And he's just like coming home from work and he has his little jacket over his shoulder and he's just clomping around. And, wow. like, you know, at night, it's just like he keeps replaying this cycle. And she's, I said, do you have a name or anything? She's like, I don't know. I'm not great at names, but the name that immediately came to mind and she's like i wouldn't say this if i didn't know but the name that came to mind was harry and i was like okay um and so you know whatever we left the conversation and then like shortly after that i started getting really into uh like newspapers.com ancestry like i'm just i, I don't know looking up it's the so house, fun to go into it's yeah. so fun it's like, the perk of having that. an old home right you get yeah all of the history. it's so fun and so exactly so i was like looking up the address like in different newspapers and stuff and um they were like, oh, uh, so the person who lived here in the 1920s, his name was Harry. I'm not going to say the name because it's going to yeah. <laughs> immediately pinpoint. Um, but <laughs> Your yeah, his name's, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> at blank, but yeah. So he, it was like, oh, his name's Harry. He lived here for like several decades and died in the house. And I was like, oh my God, she was wow. right. That is so, so wild. I think Harry just kind of stomps around. I don't think he's like, dangerous or anything yeah um so, but no talk uh, about his um how he gets confused sometimes oh uh, <laughs> poor harry Wait, so poor the way harry. she described it was like he comes home from work and he has he's like kind of just playing a loop but he has these moments where he's like wait a second like where's my like my stuff got moved around or like he kind of gets a glimpse of like Oh, like a timeline are, crossover thing yeah like yeah. things are not where's all my shit where they're supposed to be or like someone else messed something up so he gets like frustrated and she's like he just kind of keeps replaying this and it makes sense because at night is like when it's dark is the only time that we ever feel anything and uh she was like oh he's just coming home from work like on a loop wow. and like is kind of like what's wow. going on here this is um, the movie not, the others 
Mm-hmm. As well, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know that movie. I'm scared of it. I'm oh, why? It's no, one of my favorites. It's, it's so, so good. good. And Nicole Kidman is great. Come on, I'm fine. You've convinced me. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Maybe you're a cult leader too. You can, you can watch it with Harry. The two of you. You can be like, I want to explain what's happening to you, and I think this oh. movie will help you understand. You'd be like, what is this big box with people in it? Like, oh right, right. You're that just motion pictures, Harry. Even more confused. <laughs> It's like the talkies are in my house. Yeah. Maybe he'll reincarnate then if he's like, oh, I could be. That's it. That seems fun. I'll move on. He'll be the next stars guard or something. I don't know. Oh, that is so wild. This is reminding me a little bit. So I wish so badly I still had the photo. I don't have it. But my freshman year of college, my friend Brianna, who lives in Chicago, she had shared with me a photo. And she's like so scared of ghosts. Like she's terrified, won't listen to anything scary, won't watch any, like a, a Disney she movie. That's, no, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she we follows, have friends like that. Yeah. Who are like, I support you, but from exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. so proud of you. You have no idea what I do, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. But thank you. But she had a ghost photo that her friend, one of her best friends from high school had been babysitting at this house I think it was still in Illinois, the outskirts of Chicago, was babysitting this little girl. And it was, maybe she was like seven or eight and it was an only child. And she lived in this house and her parents were gone on on a date night. And so this friend was babysitting this little girl. And Brianna's friend takes a picture of the little girl, of them hanging out, takes a couple pictures. And in the background of one, (laughs) you can see a man in a suit with a briefcase walking through the door frame. And she saw this photo and she was like, holy shit, there's an intruder. So she, and she got like real, like, I'm going to protect this little girl. Like you can't just be in this house. What the fuck? And she went and she looked through the entire house. She called the parents. She even asked the little girl like, oh, do you ever, like, does anyone else come here? You know, was totally trying to investigate, like, holy crap, are we in danger here? Is someone a in the house? A real person, yeah. When the parents finally came back home and then she got to leave the babysitting gig, she talked to them a little bit more about what she had seen. And they were like, oh, yeah, our house is, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of activity we think that happens. And so we're looking at this photo, all of us in this college dorm room, like shitting ourselves over mm-hmm. this very <laughs> clear ghost picture. And I'm zooming yeah. in. And then I go... Who's at the stove? And there's another <gasps> ghost that you couldn't see because it was so, <laughs> the guy was so clear that you immediately looked to that him. you're distracted. Yeah. At the stove was this woman with her hair up and she was in like a grout fit and like part of her head was grout gone. Fit. So she like, <laughs> yeah, she was like in a gray sweatsuit. And so like this part of her face or her head, it was back of her head, but it was like very, very misty. Like it, right. it, I want to say headless, but you could pick out some I of want the to see this features. so bad. Me too. I have texted, I have texted Brianna probably every other year. I say, can you please try to find that ghost photo? And she was it like on a digital camera? No, it was oh. it was sent to her on a cell phone, but I don't think she's in touch with that friend anymore. Oh, and it was old just cell phones, like we I just know. lose all the content. Yeah. <sighs> But I mean, our theory was similar to what you were saying, Christine, with this man going through the loop of life. Mm-hmm. We were like, maybe they're just going through, like he's leaving for work in the morning and she's cooking breakfast because that's <gasps> e- exactly what it looks yeah. like in the photo. You know what this reminds me of is Tom Halstead, who's a photographer, took like a bunch of photos of ghosts 
and or caught them on camera. One of them is like in a basement and it's a man with a briefcase. He also caught a photo of Mary Lee at Waverly Hills. <gasps> dun, 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 yeah. Dun. And we covered oh it God. in episode three of our podcast. So like early, early days. And that's when we first heard about Waverly Hills. Yeah. And I feel like we have bonded over our fear of Waverly yes. Hills. Yes. Oh, yeah. We also, we covered it really early too. We covered it, was it in a long episode 20 or something. Yeah. And, yeah. But I remember it being the one, it has like the the crawler or the, the creeper, creeper or something. The creeper. The creeper. I will oh my never gosh. It. It's so I remember freaky. that. I remember telling that story and being like, I think this, this story is going to be a humdinger. Like this, <laughs> I, I've never once ever covered something with a creeper in it where it's just like, it's apparently no the creeper good. is like this big, like, 10 foot shadow figure spider thing that crawls all over people or chases you down the hall or something it, that the it, other yeah. ghosts are scared of. Yeah. That's yeah. what, Ooh. that's what upsets me is like, it, yeah. ups, it like scares the other ghosts. And I'm like, right. well, that shouldn't be, that should I mean, be the right. fact that no, no investigators have literally caught EVPs of other spirits warning the investigators <gasps> of the creeper coming, like basically saying like, go he's, run. He's coming. It's coming. Oh my you know, God. It's, I, I mean, I assume, I would kind of assume it's some sort of demonic entity that's kind of like feeding on the spirits Absorbing. That, are, that remain there. Em, I want to know if you have any theories because you're the one that has paranormal investigative. Really? Yeah, you're the yeah, expert like, me? in this group. <laughs> and also, Christine, how far are you from Waverly Hills? Mm. Like two hours, I think. Oh, like that's really a, close. That's a day Driving. trip, my friend. That's a day trip. Oh, trust me, I'm waiting. Somebody show up here and we'll go. <laughs> um, I got the police. Let's go. So uh, thank you for calling me the paranormal expert of the four, which is like, <laughs> uh, uh, sure, I'll let you believe that. Um, I, agree. I, <laughs> I uh, The weird thing, by the way, about becoming a, a ghost hunter, I, I was a ghost hunter for three years in college, which was a lovely college gig. But one of the first things that you learn is that most people who are like ghost hunting, they're all like really intense intellectual scientists who are there not to catch ghosts but to debunk whatever people think are haunted. Yeah. Oh. And so I showed up like a real asshole on the first day and I was like, <laughs> we're going to get ghosts. And everyone was like, no. Like we have like blueprints of the building and we're going to look at the power lines. And I was like, oh. you take your fanny pack oh, off man. with your Scooby snacks. You're like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> and then for three years, I was always like just the hopeful ghostbuster uh, amongst Aww. like a bunch of like scientists who are like, I guess, Em, if you want to go in the attic by yourself, go for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's brave. But, so that's the closest to expert I have. Um, <laughs> but from what I heard around me when I was ghost hunting uh, <laughs> is that I mean, I've I've heard the the theory a lot that there's a difference between spirits and demons, where you know spirits are just people from our realm who've passed on, but then there's some other unearthly creatures. So I wouldn't be. I think you're totally spot on that. I feel like that happens to be demonic feeding off of human energy or soul energy, something it mm -hmm. never yeah. had. I mean, again, mm -hmm. totally just guessing here, but I would guess if even spirits who can communicate with us are scared of it, then it's not even of their yeah. world. So right. I also, yeah, like what it, because there's so much tragedy and death that occurred at Waverly Hills that I, I, I could believe that all of that energy just formed into this mm. darkness, that oh, it's yeah. not even a demon or a spirit. It is just a ball of energy that is so intense and dark 
It's just like create it, it like yeah. manifest yeah. Yeah. of all of that. Yeah, like that's a, black a hole. great point. That's a great point. But what's also creepy is that, you know, unlike the the man in your house, Christine, or or some of the other ghosts that I'm, I'm sure you've experienced and we've experienced in our childhood homes that don't seem to know what's necessarily going mm. on. Like, this is a very intelligent haunting. Everything yeah. at Waverly Hills seems to know that it's there. I mean, maybe some are confused and don't understand exactly mm-hmm. what's happening and are caught in some sort of glitch. But otherwise, they know that there's danger. They know that there's something dark happening They're there. like, And they know that, like... W- if they're warning live people about this thing, they like know that we're alive. They're not uh, to some degree anyway. Yeah. 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 It is so creepy. I do wonder, I mean, this could be quite a tangent, so I'll try to keep it concise. But like, (laughs) I, I do wonder why do some people pass on and others don't? Is it a choice or did you deal with too much that you're like stuck here for some reason, but then that feels unfair because you probably didn't deserve whatever happened. That's keeping you here. And, but so it, and then of all the spirits or entities that are still within communication access to us or within communication range, how come only some of them seem to know what's going on and some of them don't? I just feel yeah. like there's so yeah. many fragmented worlds and like, I don't know yeah. how you get stuck in one and not the other. So I have And no I've idea. also, we've been talking recently, what if, because we're, en- we're made of energy, right? If, if you believe that the soul is energy could your energy once you pass on split like can part mm, of you part of you still be left behind but the rest of you is reincarnated okay, or can i i, I watch s- a lot of ghost shows i'm not an yeah. expert like m but i watch a <laughs> lot of go- a lot like a lot a lot um and i have heard that that that's possible that sometimes part yeah. of you stays behind and like just in a limited capacity like either replays stuff or just sticks around for yeah. some reason so i think that's I mean, according to my research (laughs) on the Discovery Plus app I have. uh, It's kind of like shadow work. People are talking. I mean, Corinne, you were the one who introduced me to this. But the idea of going into the like, you know, whatever plane it is and collecting the Mm. pieces of you that have. Yes. Kind of. Yes. So I have a part. One of my coworkers from a previous job, she is super into all of this super in tune can read people like if she were to tap into your energy she doesn't because of the ethics of it but like she could tap into anybody and see exactly like what their trauma is all of their emotions (gasps) know a lot about them she's super super powerful but she has she's always working on on her power and her abilities and one of the things she does is she teams up with um therapists and, and psychologists and helps them treat certain patients that can't seem that kind of like hit a roadblock when it comes to certain Mm -hmm. traumas and certain phobias. And she goes into her astral body, into the astral plane and finds these broken off fragments of these people's souls and helps bring them back to the current living conscious person. And then that person can then work through whatever they need to work through with that piece reattached to them. I want their number. <laughs> right? I know, right? I know. Can they help me figure out my fear phobia of telephones? Because no hypnotherapist has been, has been able to solve it. Maybe this oh, is her. Maybe. Is it a past yeah. life thing? Have you done a past I, life I, regression? No. And I tried to the other day and the woman was like, oh, I don't. And whatever. It doesn't matter. But no, I, I feel like I keep getting like cut off anytime I'm trying to like figure it out. But it might be. I, I don't know what it is. I can't can't quite put my finger yeah. on it. Well, I'll let you know. I'm taking a 
ancestral trauma class with her. That so that's so I'll badass. tell you what I learn and then maybe Please. we can tap yeah. into tap into Let's it. Let's do it. Isn't it freaky? I've always wanted to like start either a I know podcast probably not the right way to do it, but and the YouTube channel is like way too much probably work. But I've always had this idea like I would love to either watch somebody or create a show where like they just do these different things. Like they mm-hmm. do a past life regression and you get to like watch or witness this yes. happen or they do like I'd love somebody who just kind of gets to touch on all these different things or like they go get tarot readings and you get to follow. Yeah, along. I don't know. I just think yeah. it's, no, it's kind concept. of like the goop show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Talk about a cult. Oops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, do either of you have like any like have you been to Waverly Hills or do you just have like a, a just an obsession? Obsession. So, okay. no, it's so interesting obsession. because I don't know if you feel this way, but when we first started talking about it, we were horrified. We were just so scared of it. We were like, absolutely not. We're never gonna go there. That's the top of our list of don't oh. go to, not to go to list. But then as we've continued the podcast, it has just gotten stuck in our mind. Oh, no. And we feel drawn to it now. Oh, no. And we've gotten yeah. to a calling. point where we're like, is it calling us? Um, it feels like an attachment or something. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I would think in my head. I'd be like, why do I have this weird fixation on this thing? And it's so strange, too, because we've listened back to that episode of our podcast because we did it very early on. Like, my microphone sounds horrible. I <laughs> said yeah, five like the of the... 35 facts I should have said yeah, in the research, like. you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't good. So we were like, why has it stuck with us? Like, why Weird. is it so tethered to it's both of us now? You so know, we want to go. Weird because M covered it. Like, I mean, again, like 2017, that would have been. So I'm not great at math, but like what, five and a half years ago, something like that. And um, I like barely remember it. Like, I really don't know much about it at all from, from just, memory um i remember the fucking creeper guy because that's yes. hard to forget how do you forget um, that yeah there's also doppelgangers people have seen so ghost oh. adventures went and they saw i don't remember who saw you have my attention but. what did zach, <laughs> zach did he see a doppelganger of himself because i can't take two of them no i think aaron saw a doppelganger of someone else in the group ew. i can't remember exactly ew, ew, ew. what it was Scary. but there's the doppelgangers and they'll like call out to you and also <laughs> People have, here's what freaks me out about Waverly Hills too, is that normally when you talk about shadow people, they exist kind of within dark hallways and kind of like on walls, you know, like they seem like shadows because they're in places where shadows typically are. Right. But at Waverly Hills, they go around the property. So you might just see a dark figure in a empty field. And that Absolutely freaks not. me out. That you can just be walking on the outside being like, okay, I'm generally safe. And, and then free, something could right. dart by you. <gasps> there was a... Oh God, there was... I, Oh, I'm thinking of the Alamo. The Alamo is the same where there are ghosts that are attached. Because there are like ghosts of soldiers who are miles from the Alamo. But people will still drive by at night and they'll see someone walking like with a limp or like he, he look like something's wrong. And they've rolled down the window and been like, do you need help? And he was like, I'm just trying to get to the Alamo. And it's and it's a guy in like oh. an old military <laughs> uniform. And it's uh, but it's definitely like the perimeter is much farther than you think in terms of like what do you goes think it's like just drawing people in like spirits. I mean, in like, I don't well, know. I think that guy, he's he seemed to be like um, on replay and he was Props he's been seen. He's been seen by whoever. a few people. 
Yeah. But uh, props but to whoever pulled over because if I saw it. someone on the side of the road in the middle of the night, I yeah. am a man. No yeah. thanks. I'm not yeah. stopping. No. <laughs> in the bright sunshine, I'd be like, "Wow, that sucks that you're walking on the side of the road," and I'd keep it moving. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I I he, apparently a bunch of people have seen this guy, and he always looks like he's in like a military uniform. And I guess oh. he ended up. Um, there was some story to him where he. Uh, was supposed to go to his post that day at the Alamo and everyone died and he didn't go. So now out of guilt, his ghost keeps trying to return oh. to fight with his survivor. Oh, gosh, group. That's horrible. Something oh. like that. But um, they've done research on that guy, but there are other ghosts where people will just like, they're clearly walking towards the Alamo. They're leaving the Alamo. They, I don't know, are supposed to work for the Alamo and there's just ghosts all around it and much yeah. further than you'd think. So I don't Ooh, know if that's, that's so interesting. That it's like a little vortex that just keeps everybody there. I imagine, um, like the more darkness that's happened at a place, or maybe, uh, maybe a, a place that had a lot of people and trauma happened to all those people. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are places that you know it it reaches further in terms of activity. Like I'm not surprised in, you know, quote insane asylum or a penitentiary or the Alamo. You know. That a lot of people died at those places. So I guess the the range is wider. I don't know. This is kind of yeah. making me think of WandaVision a bit. Like, <gasps> oh, boy. <laughs> Scarlet Christine, Witch, you, you know. You may leave. <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact, you know, like she put that whole trance over and like that whole community, that whole town was under her control and kept there. It makes me mm-hmm. wonder if there's some sort of thing that we don't see that's keeping everybody everybody's souls there too oh no maybe it's that creeper it could be i've it heard be. of like bad uh entities like uh who who trap like they yeah um, one of the shows i watch they talk about entities like that as collectors which is so creepy like yes. they're collecting souls mm. and like it makes me them. think of ghost whisperer did you yes. ever watch that show yes yes yeah good times <laughs> love yes. it i love so ghost good. whisperer and medium uh, you know so shows. So we don't have, I don't know if we have a, do we have a fascination about any particular location? Mm. I was going to say the one place that we, that Christine's had a weird connection to is, um, for those who don't know, when we go on tour, our format is that we have gone on a paranormal investigation and the tour that we do is we show the content that we, of evidence that we get. Um, And Spoiler alert for our current tour. We were supposed to go to a previous location. W- am I allowed to say where, Christine? Yeah, is that- of course. Listen, we I'm were- always on the air. Uh, I air on the side of tell everybody everything. So <laughs> to your discretion. So, uh, well, we can't, we're not going to say where we, where our current show's content came from because that's a fun surprise from people come and see yeah. where we actually went. But we were originally going to go to Bobby Mackey's and, uh, <gasps> oh, and Christine... Wow. Like it's only like 10 minutes down the road. And the reason, yeah. one of the reasons we picked it is like, oh, so uh, Em and Eva will just have to fly to Cincinnati because um, I have, you know, an, a kid now. So I'm like, oh, it's so much easier if you just fly here, uh, right. you know, stay the night. We go down there. It's like literally 20 minute drive, if that. Um, so it was just like so convenient and perfect. And we had it all planned out. Like we talked to them, had it all planned out. Yeah. And uh, Christine... I could tell that she was nervous. Like, she kept kind of making, like, hints, like, ha, oh, this is going to be so scary. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Isn't it funny? <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, girl, that's why we're going. And then eventually she was like, she sent, it, like, a group message. And she was like, hey, I know. It was know- so long. 
<laughs> you were like, clearly had been is... thinking about it for a oh, long time. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. And, uh, and she was like, I know we have plans to go like really soon, but um, I I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm having all these really <laughs> weird dreams and like something's telling me that like we're Listen in danger if gut. we go. Yeah. It was literally yeah. like I was having dreams where spirit guides were like, do not go there. And I was like, it's just a dream. But then I was like, what kind of idiot am I if I'm like, oh, my grandmother appeared from beyond the grave and said, hey, I have a message for you. Don't go into this basement of this bar. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, um, isn't it so spooky how much I don't want to go to this place? Like, <laughs> I guess. I'm so glad you didn't. Wouldn't it be yeah. so funny if I just didn't show up with you guys? Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Eva literally was on the call and goes, Okay, I wasn't gonna say anything because she always just kind of lets us do whatever we, you know. She she's supportive of whatever our choices are. She's <laughs> like, I didn't want to like say anything, um, and she said, but I have felt so weird about this. And she had planned them before. Oh she gosh. had contacted so many different places, um, but she was like, I just get such a bad feeling. And she's like, the people there are so kind and like really flexible, easygoing. It was gonna be like a hundred bucks, like basically Whoa. you know wow. no money to spend like three days there or something like it was just the perfect setup and she was like i've been dragging my feet because it was we were only a couple weeks out she's like i have been dragging my feet i didn't want to call them i didn't want to like finalize the details something just felt so wrong um and so i was like thank god so we ended up yeah but also if you're only 10 minutes away i can only imagine what you would have like brought home with you yeah that was my other exactly thought. I'm like, i have an infant at home and i'm like if my grandma's like stop it <laughs> probably yeah. gonna listen <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, it sounds like you would have had a real attachment come back. Well, and also, I feel like it doesn't matter where you are. So Nick's aunt went to Waverly Hills years ago. Oh, she lives boy. in Minnesota. Oh, boy. She went home and uh, like had a feeling like there was someone, something around her. And she was showering. And one of the showers is down in the basement, which is unfinished. She was showering downstairs. And she heard someone in the bathroom with her. <laughs> Shut the and fuck up. Basically, a little boy had followed her home from Waverly oh, Hills shit. across state lines oh, on a shit. plane. No, you know, oh, uh, Christine and Eva both had readings before we investigated where we ended up going, and mm-hmm. both of them were told that um, that we should all have ghost hunting clothes that we assign to oh. ourselves. Okay, we, that was the woman I talked to, and then Eva was like. Okay, I'm fully on board. Oh, oh but, okay. But yeah, I had this reading. Well, I was on a podcast called Ghost of a Podcast um, with Jessica Lanyado, and she's just wonderful. So I just went on like to, to as a guest on her podcast, and then we did this kind of reading. And near the end, I was like, oh, guess where we're going? And I like told her where it was and stuff, and she was like, oh, boy. And I was like, what? And she's like, this is not a great place. And I'm like, too late. You know, we're, we're going like in five days. She's like, okay, well, if I can't talk you out of it, then here's my tip. And it's to have like a dedicated set, especially of shoes. And I was like, that's weird. And she's like, yeah, just as almost a symbolic like the thing. Rubber? Like, hmm. Yeah, she was like, just yeah. have a set of shoes that you wear into this house. Then kind of say like, okay, those are done. I'm putting them in the back of the closet until I need to like go somewhere else. Just try to keep yourself as like isolated That's from smart. try to keep the place as isolated from like your own day-to-day life as possible and you know do a cleansing and all that afterwards so we were slightly more prepared I feel I mean M do you because f- when we did our first show or I'm sorry our first tour at uh the Queen Mary in Long Beach we felt weird for I mean I feel like almost Days. a year we had a weird like curse thing on us that we kept oh. joking about but it was like we had to like have it removed but like you, you actually had anything? it removed 
yeah, we had to talk to like these, <laughs> our manager. We were, we were like, do you know any like psychics? And she was like, oh yeah, my good friend. Here's her number. And we called her. <laughs> we're like, help, we're cursed. And she was no, like, we, okay. we had something weird going on after the Queen Mary. Honestly, even before that, but the Queen Mary really like, I think that amplified it. But you don't feel um, yeah. anything about our current one, right, Em? Like, I, I no. mean, I don't jinx it, but I haven't felt like anything really dark has happened That's since. good. Yeah. I, I will say, though, uh, like, without, like, spoiling any content that we actually do in, in the in the show, like, we ended up actually, like, having, like, kind of a bit of a sit-down with the ghosts. And, like, I feel like we parted ways, like, without right. anyone oh, wanting to follow us back. We, uh, it was, let's just say it was a scary night and we ended up having like a bit of a heart to heart. And, (laughs) but as soon as we did, like, we even have it on camera, all of us going like, wow, the energy feels so much different. So I think that is so cool. I think if we hadn't had that experience, I think something might have tried to follow us home or give us a few bad days of, you know, yeah, yeah, dark energy. Something, but it ended up being fine. But what about you? Have you the two of you ever done a little ghost hunting or like have you been to a we yeah, we stayed at the Driscoll Hotel in <gasps> um why am I blanking? In Austin. Austin, Austin Texas. Yes. Yeah. Um, we were just I wanted there. to we say like there a few months Arizona. ago for the first time. Yeah. It's so um, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And we didn't get any bad vibes. We mm-hmm. There was a point when we were falling asleep the first night where I was just like, I'm, I am scared I'm going to wake up and a ghost is going to be staring at me. Um, I was almost asleep. We were like in our own beds for 45 minutes. I'm like almost asleep. And Sabrina goes, what if a ghost just shows up at the edge of our bed? I didn't sleep the rest of the night. This is why Em and I get separate rooms now. We're like, this bullshit. Well, we're ne- I'm <laughs> just scared. I, half the time, I'm like, Sabrina, get into the bed with me. Yeah. Well, not the... Oh, that happened to us at uh, in New Orleans. Still. And there was a ghost that... um, There was a ghost in our hotel where Christine and I ended up... We had different rooms. And I just abandoned my room and just stayed in Christine's room. Somebody, <laughs> kept knocking, somebody kept knocking on my hotel room door. And I would like go open it. And nobody would be there. And I would... I kept texting Em like, will you stop it? This is so irritating. Like, I'm trying to get ready for the show. And if you keep knocking and like running away and Em was like, sent me, this is not a joke, sent me a selfie from the toilet and was like, I am not knocking. On I was like, I'm busy right now. <laughs> I had so- something like that happen at a hotel in New Jersey. I was there for my sister got married and I was alone in the room and I kept getting phone calls and it's like midnight and I'd pick up and it would be nothing. Like on your cell or on like the hotel room? On the hotel room. And I no. called down to the front desk and I was like, hey, the phone like keeps ringing. Are you calling me? And they checked the record. No calls had gone through to my room. My room. Forget Are it. Are you serious? I, that also happened, um, well, not phone-wise, but TV-wise. And so, no, I, I went to New Orleans the night before Christine and Eva. And uh, I was just, I went to another hotel that, some listicle said was like the most haunted hotel. And I was just lying there in bed one night and all of a sudden the TV turned on by itself. And I went, hmm, well, uh, you know, I wasn't really interested in watching TV. So whoever turned that on, could you turn it off? And the TV just turned off by itself. <gasps> nah. And then I went, Well, oh. at least they listened. And I was like, that was that was very nice. Thank you. And then two minutes later, the TV turned on again. And I went, <laughs> you know, no thank you i still don't really feel like watching tv and then the volume went all the way up by itself. oh no and then the tv turned off and i went 
okay, noted. Well, I feel like you're probably going to watch TV whether or not I want to. So I'm just going to go to sleep. And I'm going to just be, I'm here with good intentions and love and light. And I don't need anything to, you know, interact with me. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, the TV had turned on again by itself. So something was watching TV while I slept. I oh, mean, God. that spirit was like, hey, I listened to you the other night. I didn't watch TV. I didn't watch my show. But tonight I'm watching it. Party tonight is volume up. Yeah. You're like, excuse me. And they're just like volume up, like ignoring <laughs> you. Know? Can't up hear so you. Corinne accidentally stayed at a haunted hotel that we had talked oh, really? about, but somehow. Which one? Uh, the Congress Hotel in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, we had literally covered it. Like, oops, sorry, uh, that's noisy. You had done like, like a whole episode on it? Full episode. <laughs> I had to go there for work before this was my full-time job. Um, and I was looking at places to stay in Chicago and I was like, oh, this hotel must be good. I recognize the name. Like, I must know people. Like, this must be where people stay. I recognize. Oh, oh what the fuck? Are you okay? What just happened? Are you? I don't know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> like vanished. I'm scared now for you. Yeah. All I heard was I after I talked, then I I heard Sabrina say, "Oh, and Corinne," and then it just went away. Everyone just went away. Oh no! <laughs> Freaky. I don't know what okay. Well, whatever um, story was told, I absolutely of course. So. I, I didn't some even ghost tell is yet. like there's some. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to like, stop talking about this. Yeah, it's the TV it. ghost. He's probably pissed off that you keep talking to him. <laughs> 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 Shit talking him. <laughs> no, but I stayed at the Congress Hotel mm. in Chicago. Nice. Um, didn't realize it was haunted when I booked it, despite having just recently done a full episode on it. Just. Back that sounds like mind. something we would do. Yeah. Um, just like yeah. forget about Friends must life. stay here. I recognize that name. I, it looks <laughs> familiar. <laughs> yes. And I, I just had like really weird feelings when I was in there. So I actually started to research it while oh, no. I was in there. And then of course, and I, your, your like pages, like your files open up mistake. on your computer and they're yes. like, yeah. oh, this is literally your notes. <laughs> I barely <laughs> slept. And this is, I'm going to, I'm going to bring us down for a moment. And right. um, we that were having night, too much, but anyway. <laughs> I know. That night, a friend of Sabrina and and mine passed away, and <gasps> I was, was I woke up in the hotel oh, and just had a really strong urge to look at her on Find My Friends. No, um, oh god! And I was sharing my location with her, but she wasn't sharing her location with me, and so I just kind of like stared at it for a few minutes and was like, I don't know why I'm getting this weird feeling. And her and I hadn't. I mean, we had both moved from Los Angeles, which is where our friend group had been and hadn't like kept in much one-on-one -on -one communication. So I had seen her maybe like once or twice in the past two years and didn't like, it was just kind of odd that I felt drawn to look yeah, at her, yeah. find my friends, but I was yeah. in this hotel. And then the next day around 2 PM, I got the call that she had passed away. And when someone, mm. when the person told me when she had passed, it was at that, that moment night. that I was looking Oh I'd my find my God. friends Holy with the time change. Shit. It was the same time. It actually would have been her 30th birthday this Friday. That we're oh, my God. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I'm so yeah. sorry. It's sad. That's yeah. Horrific. But like it's things like that, you know, when people pass too, like there's so there's so much that happens with friend groups, with loved yeah. ones, like so many, so many different signs. People I had a lot of so dreams about her, too. Yeah. 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 I had one, though. This one. OK, this is a little bit more uplifting. Um and kind of goes back to like our dream world, what's going on. Um, 
I was having, because I've had a lot of experiences like in my dreams. My I've had like full conversations with my grandfather who's passed yeah. away. But I was having an, just a regular dream and the entire dream froze. It was, what? and then a door opened and our friend Olivia came in and was like, hi, I was just, you know, I just happened to see like, basically you're in the dream world. I just wanted to pop in and say hi <gasps> to everyone. I like miss them and love them. And then she's like, gotta go have other things to do and left. Oh. Girl, she's already planning. She's got, she's climbing a ladder, a social ladder, yeah. and making buddies. And <laughs> yeah. I feel oh like, gosh. oh my gosh. Well, what happened yeah. after? Or did she just kind of My dream away? resumed. She left. My dream resumed. Oh my gosh. Whoa, that's Christine, I, I, you know, I'll catch you in the dream world, but I, I hope to be that busy in the afterlife of like, I have shit to do. <laughs> I have people zero doubts. Like I'll yeah. show up and you'll be like, mm, sorry, I actually have plans for the next <laughs> 300 years. Find your yeah. own. <laughs> I like, well, I had, so I had a friend die and he was um, on my, like, we didn't go ghost hunting together, but we worked at the same company and he, he knew that like the ghost hunting part of the job was was my favorite part. And he knew I was a big believer, but he was a skeptic. And so when I would be mm. setting up equipment for the night, he'd be like, you think that stuff even really works? And I was like, well, I think so. And he, we made a deal. He was like, all right, well, whoever goes first, we have to test it out. And then he literally died. And wow. uh, it was like, a, I actually, it was, I had been thinking about him a lot and I'd been texting him, kind of similar how you looked at Find My Friends that day. Um I had a really weird feeling and just started texting him more often. And apparently when I started texting him was when he passed. And I didn't find out until like a month later that he had passed. So <gasps> you started texting him not even knowing that it Not happened. even knowing. Wow. But I was just like, hey, I'm coming back. It was like he was my friend around school. But I, you know, I, it was summer break. And so I was like, hey, I'm coming back to town soon. I can't wait to see you. Like, we're going to go do this. We got this going Oof. on. And, um... And then when I got back, I found out that he had passed away and I was like, you know, well, now I've got to get the ghost equipment out and test it because we he said he would be there to test the equipment with me. And but he was a huge skeptic. And so um, I put all the equipment out just to see if anything would happen. Nothing happened. And so and now I'm like psyching myself out of like. He could have been there, but just wanted to like win That's the argument and like yeah, just yeah. not oh, say anything yeah. off. He was but just so, standing there like, nice try. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this like is... How, um, how long will M sit here and wait? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then he ended up... Uh, so I was putting all the equipment away. I was like, all right, you win. I guess like, you know, I guess this is... I guess you win. So I was putting all the equipment away. And then all of a sudden, my um, carbon monoxide detector in the apartment oh, kept going off by itself. And every time I would try to get near it, it would turn off. And every time I would leave, it would start blaring again and every time i got near it it would turn off and it was it literally became a game where as i was getting closer wow. it would start like the volume would slowly dim down but it wouldn't turn off all the way. and it was like playing hot or cold with me right and <laughs> so i was like adam if that's you like what is going on and then it blared it was just like the <gasps> loudest sound and then turned off by itself oh chilled and then i found out he died from carbon monoxide poisoning in his home in his home and my and my alarm was totally fine. There was no, it didn't actually detect oh anything. Gosh. It was just glitching. Oh my! Whoa! So that was. I was like, all right, thanks for letting me have that at least. But yeah, we still Ugh. don't know if the equipment officially works. But, you know, it was. Well, maybe he was we at least need a, to bring a carbon monoxide detector with us. I guess. Time. Well, at least to, to make contact with him. But with he was him. at least. Yeah. He was at least a homie to 
say like, wow. all right, I'll let you get yeah. something out of this. I mean, maybe wow. his message was you don't need all of that fancy ghost hunting equipment. True. It just, yeah, whatever works. <laughs> I'll choose if something wants to make wall. contact, it Anything will. Anything with a button, yeah. I can just press it. You That's know? actually yeah. a good point. He was like, I'm not going to touch any of that because I don't want you to know it's real, but I can mess with anything else and <laughs> that'll be, that'll work well, just fine. I mean, that... That's what always confounds me. Stories of when people's toys that don't have batteries in them go off. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, my brother had a bunch of toys. I mean, their batteries were in them, but he had a fire truck that you needed to press buttons to make it go off, and it would Mm -hmm. go off all the time. Mm. And um, actually, my favorite story is I was having a sleepover, and my childhood home was haunted, um, and I was like down in the basement, we were telling ghost stories and people were like, I don't believe in ghosts. And as I was saying that there's a little boy who haunts the place, the fire trucks started going off. (laughs) Which in the moment was terrifying. But in retrospect, I'm like, that's so cool. Hell yeah. (laughs) The ghost is helping me out. Talk about a homie. He's like, I got you. Don't worry. (laughs) You're going to be like either the most popular or least popular person to have sleepovers (laughs) with after that. (laughs) We, you know, my mom and when she was a little kid, she always heard that there was a ghost in her basement. And so she used a Ouija board when she was younger and found out that the guy's name was Fred and he died from an axe. Ew. Oh, and then oh. later looked up the like paperwork or you know found out history about the house and found out a guy named Fred actually died by an axe in her. And basement. that's a very specific type of death. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's not Such just like your average every day. So, so wild, and even like think about. I mean, we live in America. Our yeah. houses aren't built in mm-hmm. fourteen ten where there's been mm-hmm. you not know that old. Yeah, ten Freds potentially who've who've lived <laughs> right, there. Right. Point. You know, like right there point. there aren't that many owners for the majority of the houses. So when we find proof like this, it's just like my mind is like like it makes me be like, how could anyone not believe? Exactly. Thank you. I do love when there's an answer when you yeah when there's a way to get closure confirmation. of what happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A confirmation. Yeah, and well, you're also, like, well, explain that. You can't, you know. Yeah. Well, just like how you're saying, like, our houses aren't that old, and yet there's so many ghosts. Imagine the places where houses have been around for hundreds of years. <laughs> yes. And like, and for those families to be like, oh, we don't know if it's haunted. It's like, I can fucking Duh. attest. I <laughs> promise it's haunted. It's like, <laughs> yeah. if my house built in 96 uh, is haunted, your house is definitely haunted. <laughs> right. I'm sure definitely. you guys get emails like this, too, where people will be like, I'm a skeptic. I don't really believe in the paranormal. Here's what happened to me, though. But, and then it will be like yeah. the most like yeah. wild, horrendous <laughs> haunting we've ever heard. And they're like, anyway... Thanks for doing what you do. It. Like, <laughs> a ghost picked me up by my collar and flew me through the skies. And anyway, I don't but know I don't if it really happened. It could have just been a draft or something a weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the best things that has come out of our tour, uh, always, I and I can speak for Christy on this too, is that our favorite thing that happens on tour is when someone drags mm. their, like, skeptic boyfriend. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they like they leave believing in ghosts. That's uh, the back when, craziest. Back when thing. we did meet and greets, sometimes people would come in a line and be like, "I don't feel good now." Like I came here being like, "This is just a bunch of bullshit," and then they were like, "But I don't feel good, and I'm a little freaked out to go home." And <laughs> oh. we're like, "Oh, good." Yeah. We need to bring, I know like, we always little tiny crystals, like little black tourmaline, and just give like pebbles of it to the people that are extra scared. <laughs> here you go. Just put this in your pocket. You'll be okay. <laughs> that would be we actually, always... That would be really smart to like have like 
on everyone's seat in the audience, just like a little safety spell, a little protection. Yeah. You yeah. get a black tourmaline and you yeah. get a black tourmaline. Yeah. You guys should. Yeah, for your we future. always joke that we're the most haunted podcast in America because one, Corinne and I have experienced so many things with recordings, with just mm-hmm. the years of, of the podcast. And we get so many emails from listeners who, after listening to our show, have oh. experiences or while listening, things happen. And yeah, so we're like, sorry. So <laughs> the important takeaway is that the the ghosts know that we are all here podcasters. Uh-oh. They they know they that these to. shows exist. And they're they kicking M out of the Zoom. So I wonder what that <laughs> <means>. Right? <laughs> are you, have you guys talked about any dolls Don't, on your show? I knew you were going to bring this up. Have you talked yes. about PTD? No. I won't say her name. Oh, okay. It's a name that uh, starts with I a say, P. Should I say her name? I'll say her name. Say it okay, out of order, say, maybe, and then I it will. Take, oh, it's the doll, and comma. her name happens to be who is formerly known and currently known as Peggy. Okay, we haven't, but okay. I have read about. I have read if, about. We call her PTD. <laughs> yeah, we're too scared to say her name in real life. If you, mm-hmm. um, if you're scared, I'm we scared, have, so I won't either. <laughs> well, this is how stupid we are. We are scared of her, but then we've also gone to Zach Bagans and spoken to her face to face and looked her in the eyes. So I don't know what <laughs> we're doing. We're we're a little sick in the head, and it's like we're just excited. It's it's the questionable, like what is this? It's strange. I want to know more. It's tempting. Yeah, I get it. It's well, like the unknown. Yeah, I'm just yeah. warning you that if you happen to oh boy, it sounds it sounds like you have a podcast similar to ours where people have had experiences after listening to episodes. PTD is said to like cause people like heart attacks and nosebleeds like we did a trigger warning for her before we told the story and then people still wrote in saying like i was listening to your episode and i flipped my car on the way to the, work and like, literally we have pictures of like flipped cars crashed cars nosebleeds like just the weird someone had a seizure listening but to see, it as, even even you saying this makes me want to research it now uh, oh, like, i was yeah, gonna say the opposite i was like that's one episode i will never like how do i delete that one ep- ban this episode yeah. from your I never want to listen to it when I listen to your podcast. If you, I if you cover it, just maybe do a warning to people that like yeah. if you're driving, fucking pull over. Yeah, don't. <laughs> or, or listen to it later. Yeah. 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 Like someone, really polite to her is what I yeah. mean. We had someone um, listening to episode 12, Dominus, which is like this. We read a mm, listener story that is horrifying. I remember that episode. I have and, listened to that episode. And someone was driving in a bird like late at night, a bird flew into her windshield and she like swerved and crashed her car. <gasps> oh my God. But it's I mean, like the worst terrifying story to be listening to for that to happen where it's just and like at this. night and then you're like alone in in a nope. car crash listening to yeah. oh okay. ah, no. it's so yeah. All this isn't it. We're all just tempting fate a little bit here. Huh? I know, I know. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'll say her name. Like what's Matt? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> We also looked in her eyes and went, hello. So, you know, yeah. we could be ultra polite. Yeah, so we were. Polite. And every uh, Christine who has now gone ghost hunting with me a few times can attest to this too is that I very much believe in saying goodbye before, you know, like when you're closing out of a space. And the way I say goodbye, Christine, would you like to um, 
reenacted at all. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye. So kind. Alvina Zane. Every type of goodbye you could possibly think of. I say it in every inflection, every accent, every language, like whatever you need to hear, however you need to hear it. Oh my gosh. But like, like, profess your love. You're like, I love you so much. Stay here. Don't come with me. Stay here. I love you, but stay. Yeah. (laughs) Christine had to, was the one who edited all of our footage after we went on our investigations. And I feel like you probably just had to highlight like three (laughs) minutes of me saying goodbye and I've like memorized the waveform. I'm just like, okay, 45. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's just, I I think when we saw PTD in real time, I probably said goodbye still on the plane out of Las Vegas. Yeah, you were still whispering it. Corinne and I spook ourselves out so much. Mm -hmm. Also, what's your cat's name? Three questions, sorry. Juniper, but I think he might be the reincarnation of PTD because he is pretty demonic and it's starting to click, (laughs) you know? I'm like, I get it. Um, He's pretty demonic, but yes, this is Juniper. Yeah. Um, He's so cute. Do you ever spook yourselves out so much that then things start to happen? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know if yeah. it's like I've opened myself up to things that were already there and now I'm just more aware of them or if nothing was going on and I caused this by like being open yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. which it is. That's but a great point. There are a lot of times. Um, it's. I mean, it's the same thing as like if I am end up on like spooky TikTok. And like mm-hmm. it's three in the morning, then all of a sudden I realize how silent it is in my apartment. <laughs> yes. But um, but sometimes I'm like, it really wasn't this fucking quiet a second ago. And now all of a sudden it's real creepy. But mm-hmm. um, I think I, I guess I have to believe that that's what happens because I also very much believe in like, if I close myself off from this, nothing can get me, which yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have convinced myself. You want to believe it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so... I think if I want to believe that, like, I'm able to close things out, then I'm also able to open things up. And I just, it's probably a a slippery slope, but it happens more than I want. Do you guys do that, like, after you do an episode? Because I feel like it's kind of different for us just because we end on true crime. So I feel like we get pulled from that headspace a bit and it becomes, like... Like, we don't end on, like, the scariest ghost story, if that makes sense. Like, we we end on true crime. So I feel like we kind of, like, talk our way out of that, like... (laughs) fear we um, totally you guys should like creeps and crimes they do well very specifically like creeps and crimes they do a lot of like cleansing and they have their space all all set and we were like oh maybe we should take inspiration from that we never have except for this past october we decided to theme our episodes all like dark demonic episodes Oh, boy. And oh, God. What a bold decision. Yeah. Well, we we quit halfway through the month of October because literally it was so upsetting because my the way that my microphone, I lit candles behind me. We were like, oh, let's get, you know, like uh-huh. have a nice backdrop. I was seated over here. So I had this whole like black bureau just like lit with some some various tapered candlesticks, like what is behind Sabrina right now. Um, and the candle that was perfectly hidden behind the microphone I'm Sabrina's talking and I just see behind my head some like smoke and I'm like was your hair on fire no that would have been terrifying and I look (laughs) and I see behind me that one of the many candles which are no drip candles they're I mean I've used them for years one of them it was just like going like crazy and the flame lifts off like I literally watched the flame like be fire lift off float like six inches in the air 
I start screaming. I go, and then it goes back down. But I'll send you guys the video because I attempted to get some proof. And I think I got like a split second of it actually happening on camera. But we were so spooked. Like things started to happen. Also, after we covered La Llorona, like my, all of the the pipes in my um, bathroom, which have never, ever made a noise and haven't since, were suddenly like clinging and clanging and so there have been just a few episodes where we're like, like oh, topics. shit, we should yeah. bless this thing at the top or at the end. You know, it's so weird because I feel like we had this phase where we we were like, there's something either attached to us, like the podcast, like as a business almost, it felt like everything was being like almost comically being thrown in our path as like an obstacle or like the network we were on at the time, they kept trying to hang up our logo on the wall and it just kept shattering. They were like, every morning we come in and it's on the floor. We've replaced this frame. They were like, we tried Velcro. We tried nails. We put it on a different wall and they were like, it won't stay. So then they just propped it up on the counter and like all the other podcasts are on the wall. They're like, we're not messing with this. Like we've cleaned up so much glass. So like stuff like that kept happening. And at the time we were like, you know, we must have brought something home from Queen Mary. We weren't sure. But like that makes me think like, what if we just either got like fan mail or like talked about something. We didn't even realize like what we had done. It could be so many things. This is going to sound, I don't mean it in the way it's going to sound, but I am glad to know this because now I don't feel like Corinne and I are alone. To to know that you're not the only target. We're not alone. Um, not at all. I, no. I think I feel like all of the uh, the paranormal podcast should like have like a weekly like group therapy Zoom. Where we all just like talk about like, I would attend. what is going on. We should I would go attend. on a retreat, but I feel like that would be so dangerous. Let's do that. I would love to do that if we all went to Salem together or something. Let's go to Waverly Hills. I'm trying to buy a house. So if I have a house by the time that October comes, you guys will have free room and board and we'll go to Salem. This is my idea that I've had for so long. So we were doing Spotify live and doing live, like having people tell their stories. Yeah, Yeah. campfire Mm -hmm. stories. And then, but I was like, okay, we have so many badass podcast friends in the spooky realm. Let's all get together, do a 24 hour live stream from a haunted location. And we... It's like a fun sleepover where yeah. we're kind of delusional in so a haunted space. we've signed you guys up. We've signed up Patrick I'm from down. TCO. We've signed up like every, all of our podcast friends. Ash we, in our minds, yeah. have slated you guys into this dream. <laughs> and you guys don't know it, but you have a spot that you have. We'll happily this is our do lucid it. dream. We'll <laughs> happily do it. But I also say you should definitely bring backups for your backups for the camera. Because if we're all in a haunted place for 24 hours, that stream That's is true. shutting down. <laughs> That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. equipment malfunction we all need to like bring our own and extra batteries yeah. just in case yeah also you guys had the the spotify show rituals and this is making me uh, you guys will find this funny we got someone sent a ritual in the mail but i didn't know what it was at first so it was like the you blow the cinnamon out your door on the first of the month and they had to the printed out little thing but all i got was a baggie of this strangely colored powder <laughs> and i thought it was like code orange Finally, we were getting poisoned. Like it was coming for us. (laughs) And they're like, it's cinnamon. (laughs) Yeah. And then I read the note and it's like, blow the cinnamon out your door for good luck. I'm like, oh "Oh, boy. Okay. Grace is a little bit. That's fair though. With like such good intention. And then you're like, I'm being murdered. (laughs) That's fair though. Cause we have gotten some really wild stuff in the mail. So like, I think, and I'm sure you have too, that like, it's eventually you just wonder what is coming to your door yeah. and what what they're expecting yeah. you to interact with. Have you with. received haunted objects 
in the mail? Yes. Yeah. Someone came to a live show of ours and brought a rock from the Bell Witch Cave, or and, I think uh, which it you're might have been a flower. not supposed to do, or a flower. Yes. But we were like, we sent that right back. We were like, thank you so much. And then the next day I was like posted for the overnight. <laughs> like, we really expedited. appreciate the intention, but we don't want to get haunted. Yeah, we've had a, a lot of haunted things and a lot of, um, like, we've had some really dark stuff. Someone sent us... Um, like, upsetting. Like, candles from a vigil of a school shooting. Like, <gasps> really and dark stuff. we were stuff. like, why would you mail... And it was, like, anonymous. So, like, we don't even know who mailed it, but oh we were like, gosh. this is not good. We even had to do, like, a PSA on the show to be like, please stop sending us, like, yeah. ashes of people and, like, oh hairs of victims. Get, like, and containers we, of teeth or something. Oh, we get oh, teeth. so many teeth. So many teeth. There was one person who went to a meet and greet. And I honestly, I don't know enough about like the witchcraft world. Maybe teeth is a good thing. But <laughs> as someone who's not part of that world, all I saw was a bucket of teeth. And I was like <laughs> kind of freaked out about it. Um, but there was one guy who came to our show and he's like, oh, I forgot your gift. I forgot in something the car. in the car. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 you really want it. It's like 200 different people's teeth. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, we just looked at Eva and Eva was like, we're wrapping up the meet and greet. So sorry. You can, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. Bye. <laughs> Which like, I, I just, I don't know. I'm sure it was like going to be delivered to us with love, but like, I, I just like, what was I going to do? Go through the TSA with 200 people's teeth and like, how was that going to work? You know, it's like sharp objects. You're just gonna make a dollhouse marble yeah. floor out of oh, teeth. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Oh so, God. But we ended up having to put out a PSA of like, you know, no thank you so body much. Parts, but we're know. done with body parts and things from vigils. Which so. you wouldn't think you needed to say. You, but we certainly didn't until it was you know? too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we've had, we've also, we've talked about it a lot on, on our own show, but there was, um, uh, we literally like in a horror movie got sent this big wooden box. We had to pry open with like a, a crowbar. And like a crate, and then it was filled with hay, like a horror movie. Hell no. And we had to go digging through it, and we found this porcelain doll with a note without a return address that said, like, please. She said, I intentionally did not put a return address because I don't want yeah. it back. And it said, every time That's we bring so it into mean. the house, it said, every time, every time we bring it into the house, our barn catches on fire. And so it's like, well, we don't want it. So now your house is <laughs> what on did you fire. you do. Yeah, she's like, oh, we put it in our child's room, but she kept having nightmares that it would, like, talk to her, and then she got this weird attachment. But then we put it on our barn, and the entire barn caught on fire, so you can have it. And we were like, are you, you guys? We're like, we're not Zach Bacon. Give it to is him. A bur- there is a bird Uh-oh. staring at me. Is he Uh-oh. on fire? <laughs> no, but, I, but I've but i never had, like, What's birds don't just sit Intense here eye contact. look at me. Is he I, telling like, you? I get bad vibes from it. Ooh. Oh, Okay, note the time. It's 333. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Does that mean something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it does. Everything means something. 333. Three, three, three. Half of six. Times six. two podcasts yeah. <laughs> equals some, <laughs> some sort of numerology. Yeah. Math. Wait, so what did you do with the doll? <laughs> so I Em was like, okay, I'm going home. Bye. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. So this is mine now, I suppose. Um, and it came with a horse, like a like a toy horse. I mean, I'm not kidding. It was like, like a big almost a life-size horse it was not a life-size horse but it was like a big old horse um and i i honestly am i don't remember we put it in the closet and then just for a shut long the door time for a yeah. long time um and then and we were like love you bye and then like shut the door um and then nothing caught on fire i don't think uh but 
yeah, they were like, oh, well, we don't want it. And you are the only people we could think to mail it to. And I was like, there's what? so many people. There's yeah, actual there's collectors, so museums. Yeah, you this thing for like Wait, not okay. a good amount of money. This is a good time. So there's a Etsy shop called Aeonian Spirits, A-E-O-N-I-A-N, that wrote into us once, but they collect haunted dolls and then See? find new homes for them. So and give there are places. we have listeners who have purchased dolls through from them. this shop yes. and okay, have integrated these dolls successfully into their family, you know, have polite hauntings from them. But you get the yeah, full description lovely. of like, okay, here's here's the spirit that is attached to this doll. Here's how they... It's, it's like adopting a dog where it's like... Here's it's their like a Build-A-Bear where it tells yeah. you like its whole birth certificate. <laughs> right. It's like, here's their personality. Here's what triggers them. Here's what they respond like, well keep to. Keep them in this kind of a space. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah. So I did not get that kind of information with this doll, unfortunately. <laughs> and I was just staring at her and I was like, well, I don't want to just donate her to Goodwill because then what if like I'm just passing this along to some unsuspecting yeah. child? It's very kind of you. Right. But also I was like, I don't want to just put her in the trash because then it's probably going to like haunt me for the rest of my what life. What if she yes. walks back in? <laughs> you know, that's funny. <laughs> that's like a hormone. Like she just reappears and we're like, Annabelle. Ooh. She's just lying in bed when you come back in from throwing her out. Forget it. (laughs) She's like, I'm still here. Yeah, I I don't remember what we did. I'm pretty sure I was like Googled like cleanse a haunted doll. And then I just like donated it, I think. I don't know. I I honestly can't remember. But she was in the closet for a long time. (sighs) Someone else has that doll now. I hope that she has been kinder to them than the previous owner. (laughs) That is so freaky. Okay. I'm glad that we haven't gotten any of the stuff like that. that We we also filmed it for Patreon. So we're like, cool. Like we were trying to be really positive, (laughs) but we were both like, oh my God. So terrifying. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm not going to sleep over this for the next three months at all. (laughs) What kind of stuff have you guys had sent to you? I feel like we've mostly received nice things. This yeah. actually is one of my favorite. I use it all the time. Oh, I so love Corinne's obsessed with Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I'm obsessed with aliens. And so Fuck. alien collecting Bigfoot. Like I think we've we been very clear about feeling scared. And so we generally don't get too much. That's, that's nice. Crosses. We get a lot line. of soap. And a lot of soap. Soap. intention candles. We stuff get candles, like that. A lot of yeah. candles, which yeah. I love. I swear yeah. I go through them love all Love candles. The time. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Halloween's my favorite when they send Halloween candy. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yes. Kit Kat. And we all eat it, even though we might be poisoned. It's fine. Right. Homemade cookies, I eat them. All eat of them, them too. They're in a Ziploc bag. I don't care. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> there's I'm been a few trusting. people at our. There's been a few people at our live shows where they've sent like baked goods backstage, and they're like, <gasps> "We made nice. this with our hands today." And I'm like, I feel like. I should wonder what this is about, but I'm just going to eat it anyway. Well, a lot of times it's like bakeries, but sometimes it's like, I made this last night in my kitchen. We're like, okay, thank you. I mean, it's very nice. Yeah. I don't like to think about people baking and cooking too much because the majority of people that bake at home and even oftentimes in restaurants and and stuff, they're not like wearing latex gloves. You know, like (laughs) we are actually always eating other people's skin cells and oils. Yeah, you know, here you go. Um, also, if you eat if you eat my baked goods, you're also eating my cat's hair because right. I just can't help it. It's <laughs> everywhere. It's in Sorry. the air. Well, yeah. also keep in mind. So we 
also do true crime on our show. So I think I'm more worried about like, did someone put glass in mm. this cake or something? Oh, right. That, that always oh, freaks me out. Christine's yeah. like got a mouthful of it already. I'm when like, I'm like, I should we? Care. I'm always like, oh my God, someone could have poisoned this. And then I'm like, I'm like, what did you say your mouth is full? I'm like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I but you do already. treat your cases with such kindness too when you cover them. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. That I mean, that's the one big thing that we're really trying to do with the true crime. Like, it's yeah. hard because it's like, oh, we have a comedy show about ghosts yeah. and murder. And it's like, that's not funny. No, it's not the funny. fine line. Right. Yeah. It is a weird line to walk. But the jokes know, aren't at the expense of anyone in no, the, right. the crime portion of exactly. the show. That's, yeah. The that's bird is the... still here. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> that I'm is pretty weird. sure it's a surveillance camera. Wait, can you ask me what type Bur- of bird? Yeah, I mean, can you ask birds me? aren't can real. I, <laughs> birds aren't real. They are a... What kind of bird is it? It's gray. I'm really into birds right now. So Me this, too. I don't really know. I have binoculars. No I use them sometimes for birds, but mostly to watch other people that are my neighbors. Christina's <laughs> been like memorizing bird calls. It's become a very weird special interest. I'm collecting them in my app where I like can identify birds. Let me see if I can get a picture. Oh, she, if you send me a picture, I will literally be able to upload it and, oh? and get a name. Wait, what is this? Literally, as I, literally as I put my phone away. up, it blew away. I knew of course it. It, did. it knew. Um, the app is literally like real life Pokemon, where if she gets a picture of every type of bird, she like collects them over no, time. No, no. Yeah, Blaze does call it my real life Pokemon. I want this. And like, we would go on like walks and I'll be like, hold on, let me capture him. And I'll like <laughs> zoom in on a bird. Um, but it's <laughs> so how I fun. feel about plants. Yeah. Oh, they have those apps too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send app. you the app later because okay. it's really fun. Um, and you have to send that and the class that you're Oh, yes, right. Taking. The astral. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think you guys owe me something too, but I forget what it is. I, I know. I'll, I'll, that sounds when right. I re-listen. Yeah, yeah you'll listen. <laughs> That's when we'll be like, oh, by the way, we all have homework here. And let's. Yeah. Oh, no. I love how we had come up with a plan. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. And then. Oh, God. Just, it always goes. Talk yeah. whole. This is way but more This fun. is amazing. Also, Christine, you were talking earlier about like the desire to. And Sabrina and I have talked a lot about like the same desire to do the like some sort of thing where we get to try something in like every single show where you're episode. trying. Yes. I feel like we should just do that. We should create our own little cults and try this stuff. Cause it's kind of like, Fuck yes. it's kind of like dark tourist yes. meets, um, yes. yes. Oh God. What's the, that guy's name? The like, uh-huh, like Jurassic park guy. Oh my God. What is his name? No idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, guy. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Christine, do you know what I'm talking Brian about? Brian is I, failing us. Brian, Brian is failing Brian. us. Brian! <laughs> okay, oh, I didn't even need it. Jeff Goldblum. That's what I was yes, trying to Jeff, talk Jeff about. Goldblum. Oh, I know why you said that. I was like, Em, you know the uh-huh, guy from uh-huh. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I, like, his show, yeah. where he goes and tries new things. I think we I've should... I've never heard of his show. Oh, I think it's on Disney+. Plus. And he goes, it, like, he literally goes Bigfoot hunting with Greg and Dana Newkirk on it. So, Are you so serious? Yeah. So, I mean, that exists. And now we need to piggyback off of Jeff Goldblum's show and do it. But another thing Sabrina and I have long said we wanted to do, which you guys basically did, was we're always talking about going on a haunted road trip. And you literally have a book, The Haunted Road Atlas. But yeah. So, so you have a we go, now. <laughs> so we're going to go, follow you, your book. Yeah. Can you let us know? Because a lot of those places we've actually been to and then we wrote it during COVID. So it was kind of like an homage to like when we could travel. (laughs) And now that things are happening again, we also we felt so bad because up until the day that like we couldn't make any more edits, we were still checking locations to make sure they were still open after COVID. So um, if you 
bump into anything that's closed. Sorry in advance. Just bring a pencil <laughs> and cross it out. But what were some of the best places that you or maybe not best, but like your your favorite haunted mm. spots? So I wrote the true crime. So M, what is your favorite? Haunted <laughs> spot? Yeah, this is all me. I don't really. Well, have a actually, favorite. I I do have an answer. Um, and I not to like toot my own horn here, but I encourage you to go listen to the episode if you want to cover the topic because I couldn't find really a lot of information anywhere, and I ended up having to do a bit of a deep dive. So I think I've got it a pretty good amount of notes. If you need some note inspiration for your own episode one day, if if you haven't covered this yet, but um. While writing the book, I discovered the Saddamsville Rectory. Have you heard of this? No. No. Okay. It rocked my world. It was... Uh, see, it's I like, still don't know anything about it. It's like in my town, right? It's in Cincinnati. Yeah. And it's Whoa. apparently... Like, it's super fucking scary. Um, and I had to... Like, there was like... Zach Bagans did an episode there, so I had to watch that. And then there was little patches of things. But I ended up getting all the information. It's... If you want the blurb version, it's in the book. If you want the long version, I did an episode on it because I couldn't shut up about it. Um, and it's this. <laughs> I like how uh, like, I don't know anything about it. And then you're like, you did a whole episode. <laughs> you listened it. for the whole time. You're just going like this, pressing <laughs> 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 them with your palm. You and I was you and Brian. Stay awake. Stay awake. <laughs> you and Brian were like, how soon can we get out of this? And then you fell asleep. Um, there was, uh, but it's this. It used to be a rectory, and then one of the um like students there ended up like i think i think he hanged himself and then uh there was a lot of torment there there was a lot of abuse i think there was a lot of child abuse there oh. um there was a lot of a lot of dark shit yeah. but there ended up being this it ended up kind of falling into i don't know what the right word is there it ended up being kind of empty and abandoned and this couple took it over and they planned on renovating it and I think they were renovating it to one day live there, but then it was so scary. They were just renovating it to like kind of sell it as something else. Jeez. Well, I just Googled it. And apparently the first thing that came up was that it's for sale. So, uh, okay. That makes oh. sense. And they, Okay. So is that our next endeavor? We go in so on, are we, is on that it where and the, buy it. That's our next investment. Wait, what if that's where the, um, where the we retreat did the live stream? The yeah. retreat sounds terrifying, yeah. but sure. We'll buy it and then all the te- buckets of teeth and haunted dolls you guys get, we'll just put it. Leave just leave it there. Yeah. Just leave it there. That's not. Oh my god, M's frozen again. I'm telling you, something. You know, it might be happening. a sign. Something's happening. I think the universe is like, please don't, don't buy that. Oh, M, there you are. I heard bucket of teeth, and then I went. Away. <laughs> it's cursed. I don't know what the fuck's going on because it I, says my internet's fine. And I, I swear we record we record over Zoom like every week. Yeah, and we, this does too. not happen. So I don't know. It's what's the spiritual going on. world being like it's like the ghost that um you experienced where they were turning the TV on and off. They're, I know the same ghost is like I'm done. done. Goodbye. You're delete, done. Delete. <laughs> I mean, if we're all bringing this energy and we're in our own respective homes and just meeting on the internet, I can't even imagine when we're all actually together real, together it'll be a vortex it'll be a vortex it will like we'll, how fun implode. we'll bring anyway, the creeper we so create the creeper don't you dare we'll create the creeper too creeper too anyway this this rectory ended up the the couple that was working on it the husband got weirdly attached oh no and he mm. started there was even like um during one of the episodes they he wasn't answering his phone for hours when he was supposed to be home she went to go check on him to see if he was at the rectory and for hours he had lost time and was just sitting in a chair staring and waiting no. for her to show up Gross. and then started talking to her in a way that like 
Like his voice was different. His like oh my dialect was different. The words were different. <sighs> and eventually like picked her up and threw her into the <gasps> wall. What? And like it, w- it was so, so we're not fucking going scary. Oh, yeah. What? I don't know they apparently that. did an exorcism there. Um, and then while he was still renovating the place, um, I think his his brother died. And all of a sudden he started hearing his brother's voice in the house. And the haunting of Hill to- House. They yes. had to bring someone in to be like, he's that's not your brother. That's someone trying to like feed off of you that while you're vulnerable. Like that's something I attaching. That. No. That is it so, was so fucking scary. That, what a yeah. <laughs> Holy leave everyone crap. with like terrified chills by the <laughs> Yeah, end that's of a good thing to end on. Let's note. just <laughs> yeah. okay. give everyone nightmares who listens to this. That is horrifying. Yeah. Do you remember what episode you covered that on? I don't remember. Well, we have an episode guide on our website. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. A positive way to end the show mm-hmm. is for everyone to say their favorite cryptid. <gasps> oh, well, Christine, just say it immediately. I feel like I know what yours is. What? But I think you told us, or you said it at the Colts book. Oh, probably. <laughs> what did I say? What's wrong with me? <laughs> My name you is could Jeff. Say, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jeff, Jeff the, the Mongoose. I love Jeff the Mongoose. Yeah. I think like my real answer is Mothman, but I also love Jeff the Mongoose. Yeah. Uh, and is that which Mothman's one were you great. thinking I was going to say? I think you were going to say Mothman, but I was yeah. going to say Jeff the Mongoose. And so oh, that ended perfect. up being both of ours. <laughs> okay, good. And Jeff the Mongoose is a, a Gemini. So I feel like we just like oh. connect, you know. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of. Yeah. Really what we did a poll. You? We did a poll. Well, aliens are mine, but we did a poll Bigfoot. with our listeners. And Mothman won, like really? beat everything. Yeah, it was. It was we like, actually, who would you want to go on a romantic date with? And everyone oh, people was like, are like weirdly Mothman. sexual yeah. about Mothman. Everyone's like, super sexually attracted that. to Mothman. I just thought he was cool, and then everyone was like, "Isn't he sexy?" He's hot. And I was like, "I don't think that's what I said." I don't. It's so literally <laughs> just the abs. It's like got an eight pack, but then the rest is like insects moth like <laughs> yeah. everyone's like yeah washboard abs like they're mm-hmm. tapping into the psyche of something i don't want to know what that is i i don't want to totally well i am going to ruin it for christine right now but i have uh, a topic and i've already done notes for it for when june comes around for pride <laughs> month mm-hmm. um and it's people have actually done i'm hoping you'll just forget by that time christine i will um, <laughs> no i will uh it's like a bunch of sociologists have done research on why cryptids ha- are like sexualized, especially like in the what? queer community. And not sexualized in a way that like, like how like Mothman is hot. Like how like, we all would want to be on or a romantic date with Mothman. I joke about you know Bigfoot I mean? and we literally have a shirt that says Bigfoot is my boyfriend. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're going to tell Christine what's wrong Christine. with me uh-huh. in the month of yeah. June. We will armchair <laughs> yeah. psychoanalyze you yeah. to, and we'll but, let you know. There's a there's actually so many if you wanted I'm saying I'm doing it in June so if you wanted to beat me to the punch you can have the topic but it's, it's definitely <laughs> no, worth reading yours. about there's so many um there's so many articles about like why so the queer community has taken in cryptids especially Mothman and wow. uh, it's I'm very interesting to hear that yeah I know. that so, would be good. I am too I'm excited so to be surprised by it for the first time and not yeah. know it's coming yeah <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's something exciting for people to look forward to. Is there anything else that you have coming up or oh, where people can buy your book? Plug yourself. Talk we, about uh, yourself more. Yeah. Oh, okay. talk about ourselves more. Oh, if, if we that's must. Why we, that's um, why we invited you. Come on. Oh, wow. Pitch yourself. That's why we're first all podcasters. Of all, first of all, thank you for even inviting us. That's very sweet. <laughs> it's an honor. I, um, well, we have so much fun with you guys. 
I well, hopefully we can all like actually do this twenty four hour live stream thing. That sounds yeah. way fun. Yeah. Um, we're working our on book. It. You 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 can get our book. Uh, and we we say you can get our book in most bookstores, but we uh highly suggest going we to mom and pop shops, local and small bookstores, bookstores, all yeah. that good stuff. Appreciate um, that. Yeah. And then uh, we've got our tour that we still we have shows through May right now, but I know we have eventually fall dates coming out. So um, I guess look out to see if we're in your city. And then uh, we're not saying where or anything yet, but I will say for our third tour coming up, we have a future ghost hunt coming soon. And we're looking forward to all the prep work that will go into that. Yeah. But we've got the the next few months as we're pre- preparing for it. So. And you can find Fun. everything at and that's where we drink.com and you can mm-hmm. listen to our show anywhere you listen to this beautiful podcast. And uh, we're at ATWWD podcast on socials. Amazing. Hooray! Thank you both Hooray. for joining us. This was this so is, fun. I feel like I just want to have a slumber party and talk about it. Yeah. We can. In October, October when we go to Salem. Can we really? <laughs> I've never been. You have I lived in so Boston. fun. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, we what the heck? Okay. Yeah, let's actually go. Okay, I mean, we'll I know all it. the spots. I go plenty of times. I was gonna I say go, you that was not English, like, but <laughs> you know what I was trying to say. I, I understood it perfectly fine. Um yeah, you'll the English. color guide. I'm slipping through to the bottom of the matrix, really. <laughs> oh no. Is the ladder do you still have your ladder to get out? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you see that bird oh again, Sabrina, please tell me because I'm picture. really intrigued <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm scared of it, but I will definitely uh, let you know. I imagine I'll take a picture and then I go to send it to you and my whole phone is like like, not working. There will be a man in the background with a briefcase and you'll be like, ah! Floating on the second story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I feel like we usually say, see you on the other side. But Em, I want to adopt your goodbye and just say goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I'll I'll do it. Bye. 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 Far away. <laughs> <laughs> no teeth, please. Very sweet.